This is Napkin Scribbles, a podcast by Arthur and Professor Leonard Sweet. Today's Napkin Scribble is sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. Now here's Leonard Sweet. Sometimes one of the hardest things to survive as a speaker is the introduction. And I'll never forget, one of the greatest introductions I ever got was somebody was trying to explain the fact that I teach on the East Coast and I teach on the West Coast and I have these associations on both coasts. And and I know they're trying to say I was bicoastal, but they actually announced that I was bipolar. And when people heard that, they laughed. And then the more they laughed, the more he thought he ought to say it. And so he talked about, I live this bipolar life, and I have this bipolar existence, and and I have this bipolar ministry. And, <laughs> and the more he did it, the more people laughed, and the more he said it. And so it comes time for me to get up there, and um, I'm confronted with a, a big challenge. What do I do? Do I say, you know, I'm not really bipolar? But then I looked out there, and I realized that you know, there was a couple thousand people. I, I bet you some of them were. And so what if I was? And so I really all of a sudden became very defensive of bipolar people. And and I decided to run with it. And so I just um, kind of didn't say anything. I gave it the death dismissal, just act as if nothing had happened. And he was right. And um, they were getting a bipolar uh, speaker for that, uh, for that session. But... There is something essentially bipolar about the life of faith. And um, I call it the double ring. We've talked about paradoxy as orthodoxy before. But I just want you to, to a circle, even you think a circle has a center. But, you, you know, the earth is a circle, but it's got a north pole and a south pole. It's bipolar. And the human circle is bipolar. And the ultimate bipolarity, I mean, Jesus is fully human and fully divine. Um, You can't get more bipolar than that. But the ultimate bipolarity is the one I want to dedicate this napkin scribble to. And that is the older I get, the more I study the more I learn, the more complex my theology is getting. But at the same time, the more I study, the more I learn, the more I grow in my, in my relationship with Christ, the more simple my faith is becoming. So do you hear the bipolarity? my faith is becoming more simple as my theology is becoming more complex. I, Jesus said, unless you become as a child, I'm becoming as a child in my faith. At the same time, I'm growing into adulthood, as Paul put it, um, maturity in my theology. So every book I write, I'm creating this theological edifice. Some people say I have an edifice complex. I may, but I'm adding new rooms, balconies, wings, um, gardens to this theological edifice. It's getting more complex, getting more nuanced, getting more sophisticated, getting more adultish. 
but at the same time, I'm getting more childlike in my faith. And the other person who came at this unwittingly, perhaps, is Ludwig Wittgenstein. Um, born in 1884, died in 1951, brought up by a Jewish mother and a Roman Catholic father. He even thought of becoming a priest or a monk for a period. Uh, came to this same conclusion about the bringing together of complexity and simplicity, which I like to refer to as simplexity. When you bring together simplicity and complexity, it's simplexity, and I am a simplexity theologian. Wittgenstein renounced religion um, in his early life, although professed to see philosophy as a religion itself, or at least a religious point of view, is how he put it. But even then, he admitted, and I'm quoting here, often it is as though my soul were dead. So the life of philosophy did not bring him joy and peace and, and contentment. But he committed himself to philosophy, which he called the bloody hard way. And I like that phrase, the bloody hard way. And he used it constantly with his students who saw an easier path. He would go, take the bloody hard way. I may start doing that myself. Just take the bloody hard way. <laughs> but when he was dying, he reached out to one of his most famous students, British moral philosopher Elizabeth Anscombe, and asked for something. And this is very, not many people know this about Wittgenstein. Anscombe was perhaps the most important woman philosopher of the 20th century, and she became, in her own right, really a peer of Wittgenstein, and a close friend and confidant. And, and she's kind of going through an Anscombe revival right now. There are a lot of conferences on her and papers about her. She translated a lot of his writings and edited his works, but she stayed a committed Christian after her conversion to Catholicism, after a fairly religiously indifferent upbringing. So it was a true conversion to, to faith. And Wittgenstein trusted her. She trusted him. She called him affectionately old man. And um, he kind of liked that, although I'm not sure I'd like anybody calling me old man. But he made her one of his literary ex executors. So that shows you the amount of trust that he had in, in Elizabeth Anscombe. But when he was dying, Wittgenstein called his protege to his side and asked if she could do him a favor. And would she arrange a visit with what he put, a non-philosophical priest? Now listen to this. Those are his words. Please, can you find me a non-philosophical priest to visit me? Send me a non-philosophical priest. This is the greatest philosopher of the 20th century, arguably. And so Anscombe chose a Blackfriars Dominican priest in Cambridge, Brother Conrad Pepler. He was called Brother Conrad, and he's the one who set up the first Roman Catholic Conference Center in the UK, Spode House in Staffordshire. And so Conrad, Stephen, they also know him as Stephen, Conrad Pepler, met with Wittgenstein twice. He died in, in 1993, never divulged what they talked about, in those two sessions, even to his Blackfriars roommate. Um, and um, the roommate's name 
was Father Louis Roy of Ottawa, Canada. But Pepler did tell his roommate, Louis Roy, that Wittgenstein died, Wittgenstein died, and I'm quoting here, before he could receive the sacraments, although Pepler gave him last rites. So it seems like when talking together these last two times, what else did they talk about but the sacraments as they were talking about what it means to live a life of faith and he was died before he could receive them, I think. For Wittgenstein received a Catholic burial at St. Giles Church in Cambridge. And so I like to think that at the end of his days, Wittgenstein decided to take his own advice and take the real bloody hard way, the way of Jesus the Christ, and died a disciple of Jesus as he was given last rites. The way of simplexity. The longer I live, the more of a theologian I become, the more complex my theology. But the longer I live and the more I walk with Jesus, the more simple my faith. But let me tell you, when I die, what's going to be on my lips is not my theology. It's going to be my faith. And that's why the song that ushers me into eternity will be most likely the slave spiritual, Give Me Jesus. In the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, in the morning when I rise, give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. Give me Jesus. You can have all this world. Just give me Jesus. And the last line, and when I come to die, and when I come to die, oh, when I come to die, Give me Jesus. You can have all of this world. You can have all of my theology. You can have all of my books. You can have all of my writings. But just one thing. Give me Jesus. You can't get more simple in faith than that. But I would argue you can't get more complex in theology than that. A simplexity disciple. Give me Jesus. Thank you for listening to Napkin Scribbles. Please don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with a friend today. Today's Napkin Scribbles was sponsored by Portland Seminary of George Fox University. For more information, join them on the web at portlandseminary.org. For Professor and Arthur Leonard Sweet, until next time, happy scratching and scribbling.